A reading from Matthew 11, 7-15. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in king's palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you the truth. Among those born of women there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing, and forceful men lay hold of it. For all of the prophets and law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. He who has ears, let him hear. What an interesting phrase. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence, and violent people have been raiding it. I'm not sure I've ever really stopped and dwelled on that interesting statement from Jesus, and I'm not even sure I know what he means. What what do you think, Eric? The kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence? Well, the only thing I can immediately think about uh, is uh, Revelation 12. Uh, where, I mean, I, I think the the, uh, the this the description is uh, the world is a world at war, and it's spiritual warfare that is going on behind all this. And you can go to Ephesians six ten. Uh, I kind of memorized this, but I, I I don't have it in front of me right now. But uh, it's not what's going on here on earth. It's going on, uh, what's going on in the heavenly realms. And that's in Ephesians, but also a, a very, very detailed description of the war in heaven, the war of, uh, that is in disobedience and in conflict with God and that world. And Satan is, uh, more or less defeated, but he's cast down to earth where he immediately proceeds to set up his own kingdom, which is a kingdom contrary to all of the, uh, the aspects of Eden we uh, read about in the first chapters of Genesis. So I think that um, one of the things that leads us astray in church, I think, is that we don't deal enough with this, in my own opinion, uh, that... Jesus did not come into uh, a field of flowers when he came into this world. He came into conflict of all kinds. And you see it as the story of Jesus in the Gospels is unfolding. You're seeing greater and greater pressure. John being just one example of this, of what happens to him. He ends up being beheaded uh, because Herod's wife, uh, despises him and convinces her husband, the king, to um, do away with John the Baptist, silence him. 
So, but Jesus is facing the same thing. So I think it's just kind of reflecting the wor- the real world that Jesus is walking through. So you see all these miracles happen. You see how he describes John the Baptist and these, these things. That John, John the Baptist is definitely, you know, a prophet. He's from God. But there is a distinction uh, I mean, basically, J- Jesus and John were brought into the world as a beachhead to defeat the satanic powers in this world, and Satan particularly. But that will take going to the cross to change change the direction of it. The word violence is is um, much clearer now. So, the, listening, to you, you're talking about spiritual warfare, but also the opposition here on earth. I, I'm remembering now. You know, even when Jesus was born, Herod wanted right. to kill all of the um, two-year-olds and younger. That's violence, right? It's terrible, awful violence. And then, of course, Jesus' life ends in violence on the cross before the resurrection. And John the Baptist, as you're pointing out, yeah, that's, wow, the violence is all over the place, isn't it? When the kingdom of God is initiated here on earth, the response from the kingdom of darkness is violence, as it is to this day when there's Christians persecuted all around the world. Well, the one other thing I would say is that uh, go to Second um, Corinthians 11, where Paul describes uh, the cost of his ministry. It's an enormous cost. And uh, he was left for dead in several places. But another one I, I oftentimes come back to is Jonah. Jonah is called by God to go into a living hell, which is Nineveh hell on earth. Uh, and I, 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 I want to say this correctly. Jonah is not sure he wants to go. That's a nice way of putting it. And so instead of uh, obeying God and God's purpose, he gets on a boat and goes in the opposite direction. That has its own costs. But the way I, I put it is in the Bonhoeffer way, not to decide is to decide. Uh, and we all face decisions whether we don't want to have anything to do with spiritual warfare, of the warfare that goes on in the world. You know, it's, it's like, what would you do if World War II were to happen all over again and, and uh, the, the bombing in uh, Honolulu happens and uh, Russia has been invaded by the Germans and, and, and then America finds itself at war? You know, basically, uh, most people uh, accepted the call, knowing it might be their life. 